Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day, I'm Kevin Hillier. Welcome to another edition of Talking Wyndham. Employment is always a big talking point, whether it is creating employment, having employment in our city that people can uh, can access, uh, getting staff. Uh, there's a number of uh, different areas, and we talked about some of them in previous podcasts, and we'll uh, get into more details of, of some of it in this podcast. I'm going to introduce you to a man called Tony Ebijar, who's the Managing Director of Capture Recruitment, a locally-based company uh, in the recruiting area, obviously. So let's find out what he's got to say about what's happening in our city. Tony, thanks for joining me on uh, this uh, Talking Wyndham podcast, uh, Managing Director of Capture Recruitment. Tell us a little firstly about Capture. Capture Recruitment, Kevin. Well, we were established in 2010, so the company's been going now for some nine years. Uh, we're a local recruiter here in uh, Point Cook, a suburb in Wyndham Vale, and um, we're, uh, we've developed somewhat over those nine years. Um, currently employing some 300 casual employees per day. Um, if I was to do some percentages in relation to the amount of Wyndham businesses that we work with, it'd be around about that 60-70% mark, which is, okay. which is great. But um, casual employment, both in the industrial and commercial sectors of industry, so we work with your trades and construction, warehouse logistics, your manufacturing and process, and also your clerical and administration. Uh, so they're, they're the areas that's the uh, time in business stuff are. Um, so, yeah. All right, so the, that's capture. So tell us about uh, Tony Ebershaw. What uh, your your history obviously goes back uh, past that ten years for a few a few more years uh, on top of that. Yes, don't don't um, tell too many my age, Kevin. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, uh, I um, if I go far enough back, I actually started off as a as a apprentice fitter and turner, so a maintenance fitter, and that was uh, at the age of sixteen. I worked in that industry for one company for thirteen years, actually, and. Um, was uh, unfortunately at the end of that made redundant, and um, and that's where uh, my life changed quite considerably because uh, I went uh, I went away for an interview with an agency, and uh, that agency decided to ask me why I wanted to be a fitter, and uh, and we've got a great job for you, and I said what would that be, and they said hopping behind the desk and helping us recruit tradespeople. So so that's how I got into the recruitment industry. It was oh, okay. sort of. Okay, do I do I take this opportunity or do I say, no, look, I'm a maintenance fitter and I'll stick to that sort of thing? So for some reason, my mind said, yes, look, let's let's give it a go. If they believe in me, why, why not give it a go? And that was, uh, that was 25 years ago now, Kevin. So, so yeah. It's, uh, and has that sort of become your philosophy that opportunity uh, creates, gives you an opportunity to do something that uh, is maybe outside your comfort zone, maybe, uh, maybe something you don't see in yourself that other people see for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a... Uh, the the way I look at things is if someone sees something that uh, is in you that you might not see, um, think about um, you know looking down that track and uh, it's not for everybody. But um, yeah, in that case, it was something that uh, I seriously said. Well, you know what? If they uh, they like what they see in my presentation and that, let's uh, let's take it to the next step. It was probably the hardest three months in my life, by the way, Kevin. It was right. uh, going going from a hands-on process to uh, um, being um, more, um, you know, office-based and, and phone-based um, was a tricky sort of process, but um, but that's exactly it. I learned the processes, 
I, if I, there's one thing that I do say to a lot of people, I learned the vocabulary. It was a different vocabulary to, to the maintenance and fitting one. Yep. Um, but once I got sort of that around my head, I, uh, I sort of continued on. And um, as I am today, a owner of my own business and, uh, and uh, so far, so good. So I, I reckon, Tone, one of the other things that obviously you, you had was an open mind and you were open to suggestion as opposed to having a closed mind and this is what I do, this is the box I'm in. And uh, and you, you you allowed yourself to be taken out of that, which is obviously what you ask in some cases, uh, the people that work for, that, that come into your uh, kind of line of vision these days. Yeah, and look, one of the one of the big things that I think that I've had that uh, that has worked for me is customer service related people that are encoded. So I build people, and that's helped me build a business. That 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 that's been so critical to. Um, I see some businesses out there that they're they're trying their hardest to build the business, and uh, they just haven't got the people there to help them develop and and grow. I suppose so. It's a, it's a risk factor. You obviously to have people there, you've you've got to pay some. And um, employment um, money to, to to people, and uh, so, but uh, the risk is a, a just reward if you've got the right people on board. One of the uh, one of the big issues in the city of Wyndham, obviously, is employment internally in the city of Wyndham for the people of Wyndham, so they're not jumping in their car and travelling forty five minutes uh, to the bottom of the Westgate Bridge and then trying to get into town to get a job or uh, you know dealing with that. So, uh, what what's the wh- where do you see that sitting at the moment in terms? Is that something that's uh, an encouraging area at the minute that, that we've got uh, some good employment opportunities in the city of Wyndham? Oh, definitely. So, Kevin, it's, it's, the Wyndham is, uh, and, and I, I'm part of the committee. Um, well, sorry for the the um, the, the aspect of the um, future focus portfolio committee, and yeah. and we're trying to get out there the aspect of how big Wyndham is, and 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 how much part of Wyndham is those industrial and commercial estates. And there's quite a bit of that there, but uh, a lot of local residents just sort of see it as a residential suburb more than. Uh, you know, going out to, to you know, your, your Laverton North and your Werribees and your Hoppers where, where all the industrial studies. So there's, there's quite a bit of employment and that's the reason that I opened an agency in, in, in Point Cook because I, I, I know that, wow, that uh, especially that Laverton North area with all those big um, warehouses going up and, 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 and continually building, there's, there's so much employment hope for, for people within the Western, uh, Western region and women. Tony, the, sure. the, the people that the people that you come into contact with, obviously, you mentioned uh, you know sixty percent of your business is, is done in the uh, in the city of Wyndham area. Uh, is it is it short term employment? Is it long term employment, or is it actually kind of a combination of all of those? It is a combination. We, we've got clientele that have their peak and, and trough seasons and and require casual staff for for momentary times. Then you've got your 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 clientele that are looking for for that uh, continuous um, requirement. And for instance, utilize our services for the first three to six months and then take over people permanently. Um, uh, but these are large businesses that have got a continuous requirement for that. So, so yeah, and then we've got the permanent placement. Once, once people go, um, do their casual stint, they, they have that permanent opportunity with the client directly as well, which is great. Is there the manpower and woman power and people power uh, within the city of Wyndham to fill uh, most of the vacancies that, that, that come up? Because uh, we've uh, a couple of times in this podcast series spoken to some businesses who've had trouble in uh, in the recruiting area of, of actually being able to find people. Yeah, look, uh, there are, um, I suppose, areas of the trade side of things getting a bit tricky at the present point. 
due to the the big constructions, of, you know, your your rail projects and your tunnel projects have taken a, a fair few uh, local workers out uh, of Wyndham. Um, um, so so that they're, they're tricky ones, but but uh, in general, there's there's a lot of work in Wyndham. There's a lot of uh, businesses uh, that that require good staff, and, uh, and that, that's a that's a big aspect of about what we're about. We we believe that uh, you know we're professionals in what we do. Um, the old, you know, the shoemaker makes shoes because he's a shoemaker. We're, we're in recruitment because we're experts in that. And um, our processes involved in sourcing and recruiting staff doesn't only rely on, on making sure that you've know, got the right skill fit to make that role work, but um, we go in a fair bit further depth in regards to making sure that the environment's right for the, both the candidate and their customer. We look at... Um, the, the culture and, and custom fit. We look at financials. We look at duration. So we put all that together, Kevin, and we we come out with a, uh, an organisational match rather than that skill fit that uh, a lot of people are looking for at at, at um, start point, I suppose. What um, what industries are you working uh, predominantly in, Tone? So predominantly, we we probably look at your your process production and your warehouse logistics. Yeah. So that, that's probably oh, that would be around about seventy percent of what we do, and then you've got you know your ten to fifteen percent within that trade and also administration areas of business as well. So, and if you were to come up to us and looking for hospitality or nursing staff, and that look, we we just say look, that's not our expertise, and the, the reason that we're experts in the fields that we work in is just due to the fact that if you come to us in relation to trade, well, I've been there, done that. If you come to us in warehouse logistics process production, I've got consultants that have worked in that industry. If you come in relation to administration, office management, our consultants have worked in that as well. So we've worked in the industries that we supply to. Yeah, yeah. Know, know what your strengths are, as you say. The shoemaker makes shoes, then that's what uh, you hang into. And what I mentioned before about uh, struggling for uh, uh, for people to fill roles, that was basically in the retail area, which is obviously an area that uh, that you don't delve into. I wanted to ask you about mm. trades. There was, there was a time then, and then you would have lived through this, there was a time when mm-hmm. um, talking about uh, going and getting a trade was almost a dirty word. If you didn't go to university and have a degree, you were you know ostracised from... Uh, uh, from from society, but uh, are, are people coming back into trades now? Are trades becoming more? I won't say fashionable, but more acceptable and more a, a, a realistic career path. Look, it, it has changed a bit, Kevin, in relation to the types of trades that are around now. The the trade that I was in in fitting and, and, and the baller making trade, they're yeah. there, and um, just due to the manufacturing side of um, of industry, and um, you know, you've got your automotive companies that are no longer about. And we all look at the motor, automotive companies, but there's so many subsidiaries down from that that have lost, um, um, you know, businesses as well due to the closure of them. Um, so, but now you're looking at your, your carpenters, your cabinet makers, your electricians, your plumbers. They're they're, they're industries that are thriving again with with, uh, with, with your apprenticeships. Well, yeah, so has changed, but. But it's growing again, definitely. So, is it is it the younger end that are coming in, the sort of 16, 17, 18 year olds, or are we getting more of the what they now call mature age recruits in football parlance, who are sort of 21, 22, 23 mm. year olds? It's it's a very interesting, and I, I had this conversation a bit where you know, life's changed. The the, the aspect of um, you must finish year twelve to to get an apprenticeship or, or go anywhere in life is a little bit tricky. Um, so. The, 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 that's the biggest trick that I find with apprentices is they're normally already 18 or, or older 
they're driving, they're going out. So the, the, the small salary that an apprentice um, gains from their first year um, is why a lot are not going down that alleyway where they can just go and be a, a, a warehouse person and, um, and earn double the money for their first two or so years. So that's the tricky part. I think I've had discussions um, about this on, 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 on some occasions where, you know, maybe a first year's apprentice wage, if they are above 18, needs to be more than, I think it's only 35% of the trade rate at the present point. So, right. so they're discussions for, for debate, obviously. Um, yeah, so that, that's where I'm sort of at, I'm at there. But um, but again, there's fantastic opportunities for, for any young person. After four years, you're, you're accredited, you've got a licence, you can you can go ahead and, uh, and um, you know, become anything from that, that's for sure. Yeah, a little, a little bit of short-term uh, pain there for some long-term gain. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the the bureaucracy of the, the industries these days, is there is there much of that that's sort of red taping and stopping people from doing what they want to do? Oh, look, not really. Um, you know, the, the, I think uh, Work Choices has, has put together um, some, some good groundings in relation to, you know, fair work and things of that nature. Um, so... In relation to that, um, again, it's, it's our process from a, from an employment agency, a recruitment agency perspective as to give any candidate going for any work that we have the, the, the gist of exactly what the role's about and what the conditions are and things of that nature. And, uh, and obviously we do our background checks to make sure that they are, um, aligned with what, what rules are. And if they're not, well, you know, it's, uh, obviously the great thing about the recruitment industry and that has just happened recently, and uh, as of October first, there's actually licensing laws. So prior to October first this year, um, anyone could open a recruitment agency. And uh, is that right? I didn't and, know that. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. So so they're already in place in I think it's New South Wales. Uh, sorry, it's it's South Australia and Queensland uh, licensing laws. And as of the first of October this year, if you haven't applied for one, and um, you're not allowed to operate a recruitment agency without um, well, so, again, I think that's a great thing. I think oh, that's and, a great thing. And I'm sure, as someone who uh, you know dots their eyes and crosses their t's and does all their due diligence, that you'd uh, you'd be happy that uh, whatever uh, cowboys are in the industry are weeded out uh, fairly smartly. Yeah, look, I, I, I very much believe in that. That's for sure. Because uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, whether whether you're an employee and you're, you're working for base award wages, as long as you're getting your, your or you're justified. You know, your superannuation and your, your, your leave entitlements, if there is any, um, they're, they're the things that you're, you're going to make sure that uh, people are abiding by. And there's been a, a lot, lot said and a lot happened. And that's the reason that they've, they've brought these licensing laws in. Tony, uh, you mentioned uh, you mentioned in the uh, the future focus portfolio uh, uh, committee member uh, with the council. How, the relationship mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, the Wyndham Council and how they operate with uh, with local business. You're happy with how that works? Yeah, look, they're doing their best to, to you know get out there and and you know we're we're part of the Wyndham Business Awards this weekend. We're finalists in that as well. We we, Good luck. we were um, we were um, wrapped to, to have won our category last year, so um, we're going for back to back this year. But so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, I I am um, you know I've connected with the Wyndham City Council for that reason to to see how they go about it, to see where I can assist, and rather than just um, be a, a business that sort of uh, um, is working in the, the, the municipality. We uh, we're more than happy to hop in and 
as I am at the committee there, just help give my, you know, knowledge where I can, I suppose. Uh, now, we mentioned, you know, that you've got your own business and capture recruitment and obviously a, a very important part of the uh, the structure of the uh, the business community in uh, in the city of Wyndham. But uh, you yourself, yeah. you're uh, obviously pretty involved, obviously, in many community projects. I know you're very, uh, very much involved uh, with Rotary. That's correct. So I've been a Rotarian now for some 15, 16 years or so, and, uh, and I'm a member of the um, Rotary Club of Wyndham, um, and we're, we, uh, our meetings are at 630 p.m. every Wednesday night at the Italian Social Club down in, in Wyndham. Um, and my my role at the present point there is vocational services director. So, so what that sort of tends to mean is that um, when we look at uh, businesses out there that are happy for people to come through and have a look and see how they do and um, work things. So we sort of do a bit of uh, activities and outings such as that. And we also have speakers on a weekly basis so my role again is to, to have um, you know, people come through and relate a little bit about themselves and whether it's from a business perspective or from a volunteering and, and fundraising perspective. Uh, so yeah, look, it's a, it's a, it is a very big part of, of what I do and it's, it's again, it's, it's about people, it's about community, it's about sort of engaging, I suppose. So that's a... That's a what I like about it, yeah. and I think I think people appreciate the fact that yes, you uh, you you know you run a business and uh, running a business is about making a profit, but it's also about having a connection to the community with your business, and then obviously that uh, that leads into your own personal life and and your commitment to things like Rotary and the Hopper Sports Club and all those things that you've been involved with over the years uh, shows what sort of a bloke you are, which I, I think uh, people like to see that in the in the people they do business with. Mm, yeah, well, look again, it's uh, it's something that. Um yeah, I, I feel that um, how did I get involved in Rotary all the years back? It was uh, I think it was a golf day actually. They uh, and we were lucky enough to I think we come second on the day, but they invited us okay. back to the club to actually um, receive a, a trophy for second place. And um, I just sat down. They ran through their normal meeting, and I was just I, I was like, wow, okay, there's people doing this every every week and just uh, providing their services. To, to assist in, you know, whether it's a barbecue, you know, fun barbecue, or whether it's a, you know, the Rotary Club of Wyndham. We do the we do the fun run every year. Yep. We do the Wyndham One Thousand bike ride. Um, we breakfast club support homeless families. I think there's the youth exchange um, process that we do as well. So, so yeah, and 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 again, it's not me doing all that. We've got forty two members, I think, and. Everyone just puts in what they can, you know. Some members put in a bit more because they're retired and they can. And people like me just, um, you know, a big part of what I do is is the Western Emergency Relief Network, which is uh, um, an aspect of, uh, you know, for, for instance, um, family might have um, been devastated from a fire in their house and all of a oh, sudden okay. they've got no furniture and things of that nature. Yep. So we, we, we um, ask local community if they've got furniture that they're getting rid of give us a call, we put it in our warehouse in Derriment, and from that point, we've got community groups that are registered with us, and they'll have case managers, and that case manager will come up and say, well, look, I've got a family that um, has had a situation where, um, for instance, fire damage and flood damage, it could be could be even, you know, um, a person's been moved out of home because of the, you know, domestic or something of that nature, and we need yeah. to help get this person up and running again. So they've got a house, but they haven't got uh, 
any furniture and that. So they come to us and, and we actually allow them to pick the furniture that they need and actually we deliver to them that furniture. And that is everybody is a volunteer. So if anyone out there is looking in that town can volunteer Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays between 10 and 2 and then that'd be great. Now, not Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, either of those days. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's it's always good. We've got some really good volunteers and, uh, and yeah, it, it does really well for the community and uh, I believe that the personal sort of gain as well. So that's great. Oh, no, there's a there's an enormous degree of personal satisfaction in helping people out in that situation. Just uh, back to capture recruitment for, for just one tick. Uh, either employees or employers who are listening to this who are, you know, thinking that uh, they might need your services, how do they go about that time? Um, call us, call us, have a look at our website, get a feel for who we are and how we go about it. Um, but we've got our um, number here, it's 9369-4459. Um, you can email directly to myself at tony at capturerecruitment.com.au. Um, so, yes, yeah, so they're the two main best ways to, to get in touch with us and, and we can talk through what your situation is and, um, and, and, and confirm our ability to assist uh, and at times give you an understanding of, uh, you know, what maybe we can, we can do to assist you in, in different ways than what you thought in the past. And has your golf game improved since that first time you played in the Rotary uh, Golf Club day? Unfortunately, Kevin, I'm not too, <laughs> I'm not too confident in saying yes to that one. But um, I do try to play a bit more regularly, that's for sure. But, uh, but yeah, look, my golf games, um, I, I, I work for a reason because my golf's not that yeah, Fair course, enough. <laughs> Good on you, Tone. Thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for spending some time talking to us on uh, on the Talking Wyndham podcast. We really do appreciate it. Good luck for the business awards this weekend and, uh, and take care. Fantastic, Kevin. Thanks again. Well, thanks to Tony for his time. Fascinating insight into what's going on in uh, many uh, aspects of the employment area in the city of Wyndham. And of course, thanks to the Committee for Wyndham, we bring you this podcast each and every week. Hope you can go back and check out some of our previous episodes and discover even more about uh, some of the people, some of the things that are going on, some of the activities and businesses in the uh, in the city of Wyndham. Till the next time, take care. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.